spoiler alert, uh, everyone, if you're listening to this, you better have watched the Mandalorian season two finale all the way through to the post credit scene. Yep. If this you haven't done that, warning. <laughs> go watch it now and then come on back. Major spoilers. One X-Wing? Great. We're saved. Incoming craft, identify yourself. Okay, so what were you thinking right then? (laughs) Um, So when the X-Wing flew in and landed, I was just thinking, well, who's this? And then, well, who's this? Yeah, who's this guy? Who's this? And, who's I, this? and my mind was running through, like, you know, earlier in the series and who we'd seen right, and right. Rosario Dawson and all these things. Mm-hmm. And then the minute there was a, I can't remember if the first shot you see of him is kind of a dark robe or like climbing out of the ship. I'll tell you right um, now. I'm going to keep playing the scene while you talk. But yeah. But yeah. at that moment, I turned to Jess and I said, because I know where the timeline is of this one. Sure, of course. And I was like, Luke. And I got very uh, nine-year-old me excited. good. I was kind of jittery and I was Uh kind of grabbing her arm, I think, (laughs) annoyingly a little bit. Sort of shaking her. I'm bigger than she is. So I was probably shaking her a little too hard. (laughs) And then the green lightsaber came out and I was like, all right, yeah, this is what we're doing. The first shot is um, a a rear shot on a, they're looking at a surveillance monitor and it's a person in a black cloak walking away from us. Yeah. All it took was the black cloak and the hood. And obviously that's a callback to uh, Return of the Jedi and Jabba's Palace, which is kind of cool for the post credits which we'll get to right but um obviously luke is my hero yeah like this is the trilogy that matters to me and kind of staked me in this game so Mm -hmm. it was very exciting to see him just sort of laying waste to uh these unstoppable (laughs) terminator machines i mean very much a la i mean it was pure fan service right but but very much like darth vader in rogue one at the end yep and that moment that just because of the movies and the time we see uh, the black were. Yeah, right then, oh, yeah. That's the best. and that's kind of it but, sells you. And and looking closely at the lightsaber, it's not just green, but it, it's it's his lightsaber. Like we, yeah, we yeah, yeah. we know that's what his. that lightsaber looks like. It has right. the ridges and a you know right. large top. And there's and the, the cool scene where um, I don't know if you ever saw this when it was deleted, but you can find it online now, where he's actually constructing the last part of it. In a oh, cave, really? Uh, before he goes to Jabba's palace, I don't think I've seen that. Jedi, you know, because later Darth says, "I see you constructed the yes. new lightsaber. Your yes. skills are complete." Yes, um, and that was always kind of a badass scene i don't know why they cut it right other than he looks a little menacing like this mm-hmm. but i think you want the hardened warrior it's part of so much of what the original star wars the strength of it to me is that it is such a kind of a perfect um you know myth and and it's on the nose right but but by design and even something as simple as luke starting in his white farm boy clothes, you know, he's a clean mm-hmm. slate and, you know, and has no skill really just a dreamer. And then, you know, really, I mean, again, on the nose, but the gray outfit of his training and when he's kind of veering from one to the other, and not only is he increasing his skill, but he's also having doubts and he's veering towards darkness. And then by the last one where he's in this warrior black, you know, outfit, Mm-hmm. that uh outfit accessories <laughs> and all um and you know ready ready to do battle like and and kind of bringing into question a little bit like is he going to stay on the side of light or you know what i mean like even though he does like he's he's fully got the skills and he's got the abilities to just kind of lay waste to things so um i always thought that was a really cool you know simple thing but very powerful and and absolutely 
powerful thing. So this was great. Um, I, uh, I mean, I, I could tear this thing apart for kind of the CG face. I mean, right. it looked almost like we had done a face swap on our phone at some points, but so, I don't know how much time they well, have or money. Let me ask you a question. Yeah, of course. And, and by the way, um, I'm, I was talking to my brother last night. He, I want to give a shout out to him because he is the uh, reason I got into Star Wars. Originally, I remember being about six or seven years old and it was um, soon after my parents split up and we moved into a small apartment in Sherman Oaks. And I remember my brother, I think at the time he must have been, um, he just enlisted in the army and, or maybe he was just before or something like that. I forget, but he came back and visited at one point and I, I, I can picture the exact moment. I wasn't very old, but I remember the exact moment where he said, you haven't seen star Wars, which is how I've felt to all of my nieces. <laughs> like when I found out right, they didn't see right. it and I went to like fries in Vegas and I bought the like blu-ray six disc set and i was just like (laughs) here you go this is yours now you know and um and anyways uh the point is i remember so vividly i don't know if he already had it or he bought it for me but it was just the the trilogy the original trilogy on vhs you remember that black box i I and yeah yeah of course and uh, that black box and uh, i think it had like maybe vader's face was split up between the Mm -hmm. three of Mm -hmm. them i forget Mm -hmm. what it was and he gave it to me and then it became you know a huge part of my life and even this is giving me chills exactly so you're saying i should be friends with your brother (laughs) yeah right right (laughs) well the point is that he he didn't even when he texted me last night he didn't even say like oh did you watch it yet he just said i fucking knew it was luke (laughs) you know yep (laughs) he was just super jazzed and he's he was like i'm looking at the text but he was just like he was like is the face all cgi he was like i want to know i was like yeah they haven't explained it yet but i i would assume in in the coming weeks and months we'll learn a lot about you know what they did and why and blah 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 he he wrote so dot 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 i fucking knew that had to be luke skywalker and and of course, um, the the real question here to you and to everybody is: Were you following the rumors leading up to the finale that the that uh, they're not even rumors? The fan outcry that was people putting together that that need to have Luke because of mm-hmm. the you have a young Jedi. Right. You know, that needs training. You have the story that was set up in The Last Jedi about him training, you know, starting mm-hmm. a, like a training right. facility for kids. Like, it, it, it's too it's too easy. It's all there. Yeah. And so yeah. it made the most sense that we'd see Luke very soon. I don't think we knew it would be this soon. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. people were like, oh, no, this season's done. He's probably not going to show up, you know. But next season, wouldn't that be cool if Luke showed up? Right, right, And so right. they were pushing for Sebastian Stan to be cast that, as him. That is what I've been – I was saying all last night. I was like, man, I really do wish he would do it. And even if they dubbed his voice, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he – I don't think he'd agree to that. But right, like The whole right. dubbing of voice because he's like – you know, he's already made it as an actor. But I was even telling – Rachel was texting me last night. And and I was like, man, I wish Sebastian Stan would, would just do it. And she was like, shit. She looked at his picture and she was like, this is crazy, you know, because right. it is wild that there's somebody who's All a good actor. All it takes is a haircut who, and a yeah. little bit of the, yeah, the, the, the accessories. And then he's right. him pretty right. much. I mean, he's got to, he's got to lose that hand. But I feel <laughs> like for that, role, for that role, I would, <laughs> I would do it. You know, don't be such a. But it brings up this thing that I, I, I'm hoping that we hear it um, from 
you know, the people who make Mandalorian, John Favreau and Filoni and these people, I hope we hear whether they've discussed the recasting of Luke or, because this is not recast. This is, they just digitally yeah. put, old, you and know, he's a big role, young Luke he's in it over and over. Um, but that, I guess that's my point is that I think this gives us our answer, which is that Luke will not be a big part of this show simply because they have chosen to do this. CG yeah, version I, I of him and it would cost right. too much money if they were going to have him as a regular character they just you know I, I I wonder if they had gone the route of someone like Sebastian Stan and no CG whether we would like it or not and I think mm-hmm. that at this point you can't put the you know genie back in the bottle so he we've already seen him as Mark Hamill Luke you can't go back and then cast mm-hmm. a live action version of him. Um, so it, it's, it's a weird situation that we're in now, but I'm, I'm really assuming we're not going to see him much. So well, you've got know. a little bit of a conundrum here because people have really fallen in love with this show. Yeah. Being, um, you know, Mando and um, baby Yoda or Grogu. Yeah. yeah. And, Goo? you know, so I, you know, you are taking a risk because if if you take him out of it, even for a season as he trains, and even if you kind of cut back yeah. and forth a little bit, maybe there's minimal stuff. Um, you're now on to the sort of Mandalorian storyline, and you couldn't have kept that thing going forever, but right. you're now onto the Mandalorian dark saber, you know, the world of the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, I would have thrown Boba Fett in there if we had not seen that at the end of the credits that book of Boba Fett is going to be its own thing. And I'm right. sure they'll intertwine because, it's really interesting to think about this now because, you know, Star Wars, you were just saying, like, your brother was like, how have you not seen Star Wars? And that's the reaction with everybody. And it's not that you think, oh, everyone is going to love Star Wars because, you know, um, certain people just don't like science fiction or don't like mm-hmm. fantasy or whatever it might be. But you are talking about, in in terms of, like, the cinematic world, you are talking about the most iconic, you know, franchise, like that kind of the it's kind of the one I feel like anyway, that sort of shaped at least blockbusters and that kind of, those kind of movies. So sort of the, the descendant of star Wars and kind of the grandbaby of star Wars, I think for the modern era is the Marvel universe. Right. And now the Marvel universe has laid out the blueprint for the world building, which is, you know, forget about trilogies, you know, which I feel like star Wars took it from one big film to, okay, everything's going to, we got to plan these trilogies. And now it's the, you know, plan the entire world, almost like a TV spinoff series in in the movie for world. like the next 10 years yeah like for 10 years that overlapping time, yeah exactly yeah. series that go out and and spread and come back together and they interweave and all that it's not a straight line and so now star wars i think has much like james bond right like james bond influenced every spy super spy thing yeah but if you look yep. at each generation james bond copies from whatever its copiers did <laughs> like whatever yep. was born out of james bond like J- when the jason Bourne movies came out which clearly mm-hmm are like descendants of James Bond, then suddenly Casino Royale is like Jason Bourne, right? Like it's mm-hmm. like, all right, let's take what's popular now. So that's going to be kind of interesting watching Star Wars now. And I think that's very accurate, yeah. I also, I mean, you know, like I've talked to you before, I mean, what they've done already, as exciting as it was, and I loved it, that was easy. I would be fine with them leaving Luke and Grogu completely. Like I don't yes, want to lose Grogu's totally. story, but like I'd be fine. This is a dope moment and everybody's happy and then we can, yeah. it can be whatever it is in our heads. Right. Um, the difficult thing is actually developing a beginning, middle and end of a story for them. Yeah. And whether or not that measures up because this has always been the danger and this is what I complained to you about or, or was nervous to you about, about the new trilogy and all these things. It's like if you stuck the landing, you know, coming back in 
the odds are that you won't do it well, not because people aren't talented. It's just, it's hard to make something good. Like if, if we've learned anything from, you know, how many trilogies can you name where there were even three movies that people liked, you know what I mean? Like even if the trilogy killed it, even if you're, you know, you're talking about dark Knight, people like, Oh, dark Knight rises. That's kind of the weak one or or whatever (laughs) they want to say, you know, like there's always, you know, Godfather three sucked, right? (laughs) Like the first two were there. It's just really hard to do this and be good at it again and again. And it's not that as a fan, you don't want it. It's just, I don't know. I, I'm not really sure. You know, what they've done now was exciting. It was awesome. People will always talk about it. But, you know, you haven't had a chance to mess it up. So we'll kind of see, you know, where it goes from here. Um, and again, you're if you're reinventing Mandalorian, I've loved it the whole way. I'm on board to whatever they want to try because it seems inevitable you couldn't carry on just this guy and the kid forever. Right. But, you know, if you've read any of this, and I've seen all these I actually went back and watched all these movies. A big influence of these movies, just like Star Wars, were the old samurai flicks, you know, from Japan. And um, Lone Wolf and uh, and Cub is the this series from the, I think it was the 70s, maybe 60s and 70s. It's referenced in Kill Bill Volume 2 with Shogun Assassin. And essentially it is this warrior and his little son, this right. little two-year-old or whatever, who he trains and they wander the road. And he's, you know, he's trying to protect the kid and they kind of learn to fight together. And those, they never evolve, right? There's like six or seven of them, and they're just, they're like Saturday morning serials, like you hear about, and you just follow each adventure is a little different. And that's what Mandalorian's been until now. But tying it into the Darksaber and whatever they're trying to harvest with his blood, whether that ends up being what brings Palpatine back, which they never explained in the movies, and I'll, right. I'll never really be okay with that. But if this is retroactively doing that, at least it'd be something. Um, we'll see. But um, but it's going to get interesting now uh, for, like, for good or worse. I'd like to think that Filoni and Favreau, even though they're part of the Disney payroll, that they probably know how the uh, sequels worked and how they didn't. And I would imagine I so. that based on their level of um, of of love in the storytelling and Mandalorian that we've seen that I think they are on our side. So the things that we, I, I just think in general, the things that we f- find a little bit odd, like the, like the uh, Palpatine, you know, yeah. shoehorn. Yeah. Um, I think they're probably feeling the same way. I Granted, hope so. And maybe they have a better idea of how to fix it, you know, and, right, and kind of right. retcon it into a way that we won't, dislike it as much so i'm open to that too but yeah i i hope you're right i my big thing is at this point i'm just uh i've been burned too many times to totally believe right because like too I many abusive relationships that, i was just like yeah at this point yeah i'm scarred at this point i was just like you know favreau i was like is favreau low-key like a george lucas or a spielberg right now i mean he launched the cinematic marvel universe as it is he's done mm-hmm. all he kind of invented the disney live the disney action stuff universe, yeah, yeah. I love that but it's been super successful mm-hmm. and now he's taken over star wars in the most successful way that the fans are the happiest with right and i was just like this guy is not Christmas even somebody i movies, thought of as a director even though he had been I think of him yeah. as a performer yeah but now it's kind of like undeniable so but but even having said that and as much confidence and faith i have in him and jessa loves him too like he's always kind of been her favorite and interestingly um but as much faith as i have in him it's just it really is that thing where you're like you want to be all in and be like of course they know and and they could and i'm not saying they don't but then you think about like did George Lucas even know – still, it doesn't seem like he knows what he did that was good and what he did that was bad. And I, and I have no judgment that – I just said how hard it is to make these things good. I'm not yeah. – I could have never done the first good thing. But I don't think there's any differentiating. 
And then for a person like me, and I know for you as well, with Lord of the Rings, it was so brilliant. Oh, um, God, so you cool. have Peter Jackson, who, same thing. There, there are these recent interviews with them talking about The Hobbit, which are pretty universally hated. I mean, there's always the fans that love your world so much it doesn't matter, right? Those are the people that love the prequels the same and, and everything else. But outside of those people... You know, everyone's kind of like, oh, man, you know, he really nailed it on the first one. And then he, re- you know, really didn't stick it on this, the Hobbit ones. And he's sitting there and he's talking and he's like, yeah, I'm looking back at him and I'm thinking, wow, these really do feel different. <laughs> and then he starts shitting on the Lord of the Rings, which are the ones that everyone loves and got like Oscars. And he's like, I think it's just the time period they were filming. You know, we just couldn't do the things we could do with the Hobbit. And it's like, dude, he sounds no like James one likes Cameron. the Hobbit. Like no one likes it. And I just, I think about that. And that's what creeps into the back of my mind every time, you know, we're thinking, mm-hmm. Hey, this will be fine. <laughs> you know, you that's were like a therapist totally walking me through the new trilogy where you were, I was like, when seven came out and we all kind of liked it, but I was like, I don't think they know what they're doing though. And you were like, well, they might, let's wait and see and i was like i will wait but i don't think they know and, then, and then now it's kind of like don't that one's in my conclusions head yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway anyway but listen last night was super fun it's probably the most fun i've had watching this show and this show is the most fun i've had watching star wars since yeah. 1983 i think 100 percent of, so. of real star wars fans agree with you uh well maybe not 100 percent, but 90 percent right, of right. them right. agree with you this is this is the best star wars since 83 and, and, you know, I also, I've said it before, but 83 and, La- and, uh, you know, Return of the Jedi is like only way after the fact, did we really expose ourselves to it? We have no idea how we would have felt in the moment in 83, seeing it after having mm-hmm. seen New Hope and Empire. We would have loved it, Kelly. We, I don't know. <laughs> I know I, I would have. know. Um, but, but it definitely feels aesthetically and, and, and simplicity of story wise, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and excitement wise, it, it all feels equally, uh, as wonderful as, as, um, Return of the Jedi. Um, yeah. I'm going to go back to this clip here for a second and keep playing it because I just paused it on the moment that I was waiting for when I, when you're seeing him just like destroying all the dark troopers and it's right. very satisfying. I'm like, what I really want to see him is him force squeeze one of them into just right a pile of nothing. It, baby. Like and a when he can. did it, it's the last one. <laughs> Um, before he goes through the door and I was just like yes that's satisfying they knew exactly what we yep, wanted yep and they saved um, it right for the end it wasn't just like some uh, you know additional lightsaber swipe yeah but yeah, it, awesome. it uh, is is so good and uh, and then you have like of course Grogu looking at the monitor and holding his mm-hmm. little hand on the oh. monitor and you're just like oh. oh my god it's so good it's oh, so subtle and they you know they're, they're letting it go without any dialogue you know no one's kind of saying anything no one's like oh no or you know what I mean it's there's no stupid it was really perfectly done side they, they, words they, yeah uh, or dialogue and uh, of course it's it's very powerful. That all being said, what we really want to know from a technical standpoint is, um, you know, was this a stunt double? Is this Sebastian Stan? <laughs> you know, <laughs> wouldn't that be minor, incredible? Minorly edited. Everybody, they got Is him this Mark Hamill? You know, it, we just don't know. Like, I'm assuming it's a it's a stunt oh, double yeah. or actor. I am. And I think that they 
from a distance, the face is near perfect. Um, when you get into the close-ups, it's yeah. a little more yeah. difficult. Um, I and I'm being real nitpicky because I, of course, had a great time watching this, Me too. and I, I agree with most people's feeling of it. But the mouth movement is a little weird. Movement's hard. Yeah, movement's um, tough. And this voice doesn't sound like Mark Hamill. Yeah, that's kind of weird, huh? I did sit there and I thought, you know, it's 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 similar to him, but it's not like I mean think that would be Mark Hamill is on. a voice actor. <laughs> yeah. What what is going on? Maybe and, his tag was too high. And, yeah, maybe. And I think that the the real the reality here is that maybe just Mark Hamill, old Mark Hamill, doesn't sound like young Mark Hamill, and they just got someone to sound alike. But I also Could feel be. like. That's kind of weird, <laughs> you know? Maybe he's gotten um, so lost in doing these Joker voices, these incredible voices, he can't do his regular voice anymore, Maybe, Kelly. Maybe he's <laughs> totally stuck. Maybe he's like Peter Sellers. He doesn't even know who he is anymore, bro. <laughs> Plus, that storyline in the new trilogy just confused him about who Luke is. He can't find I the character anymore. definitely true. Um, and I'm sure that Mark Hamill loved this because it gave him, it, it kind of yeah, gave us he could back be the old Luke. what yeah. yeah I think in in Mark Hamill's head as well as everyone else's we thought we had lost any opportunity to see Luke again but right. this which show, is another issue with the new trilogy if you love the original and another issue with carrying on any hero that you love yeah it's just hard it's just hard to do um, yeah so. right. Just from a like saying goodbye standpoint. So right. speaking of standing, saying goodbye, you know. So, um, Mandalorian takes off his helmet. That's cool, oh, man, and that very cute. Yeah, and he, uh, it, it, really wonderful job with the eyes of Grogu, and they're staring into each other's eyes, and it's just really, really, really nice. Um, so we'll hope that uh, we see Grogu again. Goo. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> Very Oh, fun. and then we get R2. I forgot about R2. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and that was also again. That was and they just, yeah, that like, was the part that I think just started bouncing up and down the most. They have a whole R2. like back and forth Grogu uh, and R2. He's very excited. He does yeah. he excited. Hey, we have a new friend and he kind of like he retracts You his... look like Yoda. <laughs> yeah, right. The one that hit me with like a you. stick. Yeah. When we first met. <laughs> we get a little yeah, that's a good conversation with no words. Anyways, it's just wonderful. Um, well, I, it was great, yeah. I want to quickly mention the after credits scene. Right, right. Um, like you mentioned, we get, if you if you guys didn't see it, it's uh, go back and watch it. It's the, <clears throat> like the sole survivors of, of uh, Jabba's, <laughs> A raid on Jabba's palace, barge yeah. uh, explosion have kind of taken over his palace, and then uh, and then Boba comes in, kills his number him one and, servant, and takes over. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he did get really bad. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, and Boba just kind of annihilates them and takes over. So the uh, question honestly, that also is a cool. Once again, that's a really cool button to put on something. Oh my and god, leave yeah. it there, and fans yeah. love it. It's yeah. going to be a tough thing to like, I don't know. I'm sure they have a plan to for it. that one too. Yeah. But I, I loved that moment of him taking the throne and then she's sitting right there and starts taking a swig, you know, of whatever right. she's drinking on the arm. I mean, that's out. a cool, you know, visual moment to end. Oh yeah. That. It's badass. Same, same thing as, you know, Luke leaving with, with Grogu. It's, um, 
it, you know, it's it's just it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. I mean, people are excited, but we'll see what the you know what the plan is. Well, um, yeah, the question becomes: forward. Is Book of uh, Book of Boba Fett a miniseries? Is it a movie? It could be a, mm-hmm. a, a two hour movie. We really don't know what it is, uh, or is it somehow? Excuse me, somehow going to be shoehorned into the Mandalorian in some weird way. We just don't know. I, I think they um, all kind of are. I mean, I know they're planning a, a Rosario Dawson is going to continue. Um, uh, right. She's got her own show. And so that's going to be a show. And I think the plan is to have these interweaving shows similar to, again, the Marvel Universe that are going to culminate in, in maybe one big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know this for sure, but from the stuff that I've read, it seems kind of like that's the way they're going. And again, right. they have the formula and, and as much as we're not, you know, giant, uh, fanatical Marvel fans, I think we can definitely agree that they, they definitely stuck the, the landing of that one and sort of the overall kind of arc right. of all of that coming together. They did a really good job, which is really hard to do. Can they do it again? Can they do it for star Wars? Is that even what they're trying to do? We'll see my, my worry would be if we just go into kind of the dark side um, would be that, um, you know, kind of like discovery where you can have too many ideas, right. And, mm-hmm. and it can become so convoluted trying to bring everything together. That's yeah. a little tricky. So that would be kind of my worry with that. Um, not to say they can't do it. Uh, it could be good, but um, that would, uh, that would be kind of the, ner- the part that would make me nervous. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We're going to get a bunch of this cool shit next Christmas. Um, and, uh, yeah, I hope it's great. Um, well, let's end uh, one last thing to, end, unless you got something else to end kind of on a positive note on this is just that what's fun about this to me, and I've said it before, but this really does kind of even the stakes. We'll see with two new series coming out, but this evens the stakes for me in terms of like star Wars that I really enjoy and star mm-hmm. Wars that I'm like, damn, you know what sure. I mean? Because now, I mean, we've really got as much as I don't think they're incredible. I enjoyed rogue one. Right. Mm-hmm. I didn't want a Han Solo prequel movie, but I, I enjoyed the movie. Yeah. You know, I, enjoyed it was fun ride. I love Mandalorian along yeah. with the, you know, the original trilogy. So now we're kind of even stakes here. You know what I mean? Like it's kind like, of, yeah. okay, you know, two right. and two or, or whatever, however you want to do it. Six and six or however you want to do it. Um, so yeah. that's kind of fun for me. That's exciting. I don't like being the negative fan, um, but I like what I likes. Yes. <laughs> well, you likes the good stuff. So, <laughs> Well, that's uh, that's it for Mandalorian uh, season two finale. We just wanted to do a quick mini sode about that. Uh, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you in the new year and, with the regular episode. And may the force be with you. <laughs>